I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Bear with us, there's some fucking absolute morons outside my window having what can only be described as a street party. We're a country in lockdown, you know. That went down well. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to week four of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I am, of course, Vicky Patterson, and you are, of course, very welcome. <laughs> There's something different in the air this week, and I don't know if anybody else is starting to feel it. It's not just the weather. It feels like good things are starting to happen and more positivity is creeping in. I don't know, is that just me? Am I being really optimistic? Let me know I'm not alone. It feels as though better days are definitely coming. That's the mood I'm in anyway. <laughs> so this week on the show, we have got the lovely Ovi Soko. Um, you might know him from Love Island last year. If you're a sports fan, you might know him from basketball. He plays for the London Lions. Or if you're a red-blooded female, you might just know him from being a lovely bit of kit. <laughs> um, he's going to be talking to us about all things living a lonely lockdown because he's been isolating on his own. I haven't really got much experience with that. You guys obviously know I've been isolating with my lovely boyfriend, Erkan, and we've had loads of lovely guests over the last couple of weeks. Giovanna Fletcher, obviously, last week, who was isolating with her whole brood. We had Russell Kane the week before, who was isolating with his family. Sophie and Jamie, who were isolating together. So we haven't really had anybody who's been isolating on their own yet. And I can imagine that just adds, like, a whole nother level of difficulty to this process. Even though, like, I've had me moments with Erkan, I honestly imagine if I'd been isolating on my own for, what, like, eight to ten weeks? Like, by now, I would have gone full Tom Hanks in Castaway. Like, drawn a face on a melon or a ball or something and been having proper in-depth conversations with it. Like, that's where I'd be at mentally, I think. So I completely take me hat off to anyone who has been isolating on their own. And I'm dead interested to see how Ovi's been coping. And hopefully he can give you guys at home, who might have been doing the same, his little secret to surviving a lonely lockdown. <laughs> but before we welcome Ovi and get into the main body of the podcast... Ladies, you'll have to wait a little bit longer for the main event. Um, I just thought I'd share with you a little bit about what I've been getting up to. I mean, obviously, same old, same old. We're all still stuck indoors, sort of. But um, I have been keeping up with my isolation care packages. I've had a bit of a stalemate recently. Um, the warehouse that we do it at 
um, is obviously starting to pick up with their real business, which means that we have to look for a new home or retire the project. Um, And although things are starting to feel like they're going to return to normal soon. I think the people who we help with the project, the elderly, the vulnerable, life is going to be the same for them for quite a bit longer. So I'm not really ready to retire it yet. So that's posed a bit of a problem for me this week. Anyway, my problem, not yours. (laughs) Um, I have officially, I think, completed Netflix. (laughs) On the other hand, I just don't think there's anything left for us to watch. I walloped that Hollywood in like a day. Has anyone seen it? Oh, it was so good. So good. I absolutely loved it. Old school Hollywood glamour, but also with this like reimagined twist. So all of your favourite Hollywood people get their, get the happy ending they should have got. I almost like did a bit of swatting up because obviously I know I'm having Ovi on the podcast today. I thought I'd try and find some common ground. So I watched The Last Dance, um, you know, like the Michael Jordan documentary. Well, I think it's a bit unfair calling it the Michael Jordan documentary. It's more like the Chicago Bulls documentary and I fell in love with Scotty Pippen so I'm gonna um name drop some of those when Ovi's on the podcast and sound like I really know my shit <laughs> oh oh I did two seasons of Selling Sunset has oh god honestly it's made by the fella who made The Hills and it's just ultimate trash tv but they're selling houses in Los Angeles that are like 40 million and oh god I mean I was insanely jealous but also just drooling over all of them. It was amazing. It's bitchy, it's trashy, it's ultimate car crash. So maybe it's one to watch when your fella's not in. You can watch a couple of them with us. You'll hate us for telling you that. But um, yeah, he was quite, he did try and fight against it. (laughs) I have also been spending a lot of time this week daydreaming about what I want to do when all this is all over. And I know that's me being super optimistic and I should just relax and enjoy this little pause we're all having but you can't help it we have been indoors now for quite some time so I've sort of made a list and number one right is fucking get my eyebrows waxed I swear to god I look like Hagrid everywhere not not everywhere literally it's ridiculous I don't know honestly I've already told me waxer he's gonna have his work cut out from when he next sees me it's like a unibrow all over my body. I'm one giant unibrow. So, I mean, that's number one. But once I've gotten over the pain of that, <laughs> I can't wait to just do normal stuff. I really miss me mum and me sister. Um, oh, <laughs> I almost cried there. Sorry. <laughs> I just think it's been so long now and uh, I'm missing loads of stuff. Like, I've joked that maybe he's going to be doing our GCSEs by the time I next get a fucking say but it's stopping feeling like a joke now. She's discovering so much and she's come on like leaps and bounds in the last four months. It feels like I'm missing a lot of substantial and significant milestones in my first little niece's life. She's like worked out she has fingers now and she just wants to constantly put them in her mouth and shove them in your mouth apparently. And I mean, God, of course, that's absolute corona enemy but it does sound very cute (laughs) I just I'm ready to be reunited with the people I love the most I think and I want to like sit and drink things with them and laugh and plan holidays god I want to be on holiday so before I depress everybody anymore (laughs) let's let's have a bit of a gear shift let's lighten things up with one of the stars of last year's love island the man who every man wants to be and let's have it right every woman wants to be with 
cool as a cucumber in a bowler hat, it's Ovi Soko. Woo-hoo! Welcome, you great big tall fuck. I don't know who that geezer is that you were just uh, describing. But, uh, I don't feel like that's me. <laughs> oh, and he's humble as well. Jesus Christ. Uh, Ovi, how are you single, man? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, social, uh, <laughs> social distancing. <laughs> That's literally got to be the reason. Welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret Mate. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh, you're so polite. Oh. Um, I absolutely love you, Ovi, but I feel like I don't know you that well. Is that really weird? Do people tell you that a lot? Uh, I'm sure you must get it. I, I feel like you're a really dope person and I, I haven't really gotten to meet you. So do you know what I mean? Oh, you hear it, and it's it's always nice to hear that opinion. Well, you, oh God, he's just such a nice guy. Women out there, I bet your ovaries are all screaming listening to this. Um, (laughs) I wanted to talk to you about loads of stuff. I'm literally made of questions right now because. We've crossed paths a couple of times, but haven't had a chance to talk to you properly. I'm a big Love Island fan. I'm a big Bake Off fan. So you are ticking all my boxes in terms of TV. First of all, tell me, and this is like the burning question, what was it like being in the Bake Off tent? It was it was nuts. It was surreal, innit? it? It was surreal. You grow up watching <laughs> Bake Off and um, all of a sudden in one summer, uh, all of a sudden they invited me. To the celebrity edition, it's, it's it's crazy. It was for a great cause, stand up to cancer, um, which was really nice. Um, but just being there was, you know, felt privileged. It's one of my like, you know, even you must you must have them as well. Like those shows, you think to yourself, oh, that's on me bucket list. That's one I really really want to do. And for me, the Bake Off is on it. So I'm a little bit jealous of you. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Well, hey, I don't know if you're going to be too jealous of my baking skills. I still have a lot to learn in that area. So Every day is a school day, man, Ovi. So have you been baking loads of banana bread in lockdown or did the bake-off traumatise you? Oh, the bake-off traumatised me, man. Sent me into, <laughs> sent me into shock. Um, yeah, <laughs> after I stumbled at the first hurdle to bake a cookie, a basketball cookie <laughs> at that. I don't know, I don't, I don't know how good my uh, baking future is, but... Hey, I can always get by. And now I have the time to do it, so I'm not complaining. I'm... You know what, Ovi? I'm really tempted to say you just can't be good at everything, mate. You've got such a like you can't. You've got to let you've got to let people like me have one one or two oh, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was Paul Hollywood like? Is he as smooth as I think he is? Were you two together? Was it just like crazy cool? Yeah, no. He's a smooth fellow, man. Cool guy, really friendly. Um, everyone there was really friendly, to be fair. Uh, all of the runners, all of the staff that were working on site. It was just a really pleasant experience, really. Really enjoyable for all of Aww. us. Um, they made it easy for us, which was really nice. So, yeah, no, I really had a good experience. I don't think I had the same experience that some of the um, real-life bakers have when they go on that show. It's a lot, it's a lot tougher, I'll say, but no, I enjoyed it. Good. I'm so pleased. I'm going to admit something to you right now. I've got like, so I, I feel like Paul Hollywood is kind of like my guilty crush, like my secret pleasure. Is he fit in real life? Like, am I crazy? I can you get what? <laughs> can you see what I'm saying? No, so good looking like, chap, man. Good looking chap, man. Yeah, takes care of himself. He's such a silver fox. <laughs> yes, Paul Hollywood. I'll run into him again. I'll tell him. I'm telling you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Please do. Me fella's listening in the background. He's fucking fuming. Calm down. All, Paul Hollywood is an older man. You've got nothing to worry about. Oh, oh, we have a trouble now. That is not the energy you need in lockdown. No, I'm going to pay for that one later. Ah! <laughs> Uh, right before i get myself in any more trouble with my very handsome fella no it's not working i'm fucked um i wanted to ask you about love island as well because obviously this year you are in lockdown in london i mean it's a very different vibe to how you spent your summer last year i mean there's similarities don't get us wrong you are locked up in the villa but I think you had the nation watching you were surrounded by a bevy of bikini beauties I'm assuming last year was a little bit easier wasn't it yeah no last year was was definitely probably much easier than uh this year um and it's just something about when you're told okay you actually can't go out and you're not allowed to sort of leave obviously on Love Island you're free to to walk whenever you want um, so yeah, like it was, uh, it's definitely a bit trickier this time around, but I've had some practice, had some practice. <laughs> yeah. Love Island was, was just you warming up for COVID-19. <laughs> Six years before I was warming up for Love Island and Love Island was another warm up and now we're hearing the whole world is in lockdown. So Bless you. So you were without a doubt one of my favourites from last year's Love Island and I, I don't think I'm alone like I'm pretty sure I'm echoing the sentiments of a nation like you were just so cool and just I don't know if you you must be familiar with this word because you're friends with Amber but you were just so canny you were like a lovely lad you really were and I loved your friendship with Amber are you two still super close yeah, yeah actually uh, I just checked up on her yesterday um you know, she's you know enjoying some uh, downtime back at home, staying quarantined with her family and whatnot. Um, but yeah, no, she's doing good. She's doing good. I did. I did actually love it. And but I can imagine it's a little bit. It's it's different when you're there because when I did Geordie Shaw years ago, fucking like ten years ago now, would you believe that makes me feel really old <laughs> but everybody just used to say god I bet you have so much fun filming that and I bet you're like having a great time and of course like there was elements of it that I absolutely loved and got to travel the world and meet some amazing people and say some amazing things but it was difficult like there was times where I really missed me family and friends there was situations I wasn't totally comfortable in was there any of that in Love Island was there any downsides that we don't see um I think uh... Anything like that, when you're talking about TV, especially, you know, from your experience, you'll know there's always sides that the public won't see. Um, But, you know, to be fair, my own experience on Love Island, I really kind of stayed, stayed out of a lot of, I I guess, possible down situations, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah. Just because it was, uh, you know, I felt like it was a privilege to go on the show. And um, there was so much, so much positives from just being there. I really just didn't want to put any downers on my time in there, you know, by by dwelling on maybe a bad situation or or just not moving past something that really isn't that big of a deal. So, you know, for me personally, I would say I I generally had probably an all-round good experience. The toughest part for me was not being able to train um, 
that honestly yeah. was like the biggest thing for me. And I was actually, I was ready to leave at one point. I was going to leave. Yeah. Really? I, it was that bad? Yeah. Like, and it wasn't, I wasn't upset. I wasn't angry. I was like, <laughs> it wasn't even, <laughs> I was just genuinely like, well, I can't train now. And my season's getting kind of close, you know. Um, yeah. I just want to go home now. Isn't it? <laughs> and, you know. Oh. Yeah, they 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 sorted out a, a little basketball hoop for me out front. Did they? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was, it was... Yes, Ovi, you were the last person I'd ma- imagine in Love Island to be chucking about diva demands, but here you are. Oh, Get man. me a fucking basketball hoop or I'm walking. <laughs> no, like, I, honestly, I was just like, well, look, you know, and obviously they are very big on the welfare of all of the islanders, of all of the people who are uh, taking part, um, you know. So, you know, they were trying to check on me and make sure I was all right and this and that. And I was just like, look, I'm fine. I just I just want to get back to training, really. That's all. <laughs> so... Um, that was what you, you needed for your well-being. Yeah, that's what I needed. You know, everyone needs something else. Um, but for me, training and, and being able to work out and, and release tension or whatever that way that that works for me that's so nice i think over the last couple of years like we're all familiar with um the controversy surrounding love island and reality tv in itself as a genre but the fact that itv are taking real progressive steps to make sure that contestants are okay is lovely i remember being in like again geordie show years ago and um i was over it babe like i'd been doing it for about five years and i think i must have been about 26 and like it was dead exciting when you first start like as I imagine sort of Love Island is but it, it wears thin quite fast like you're going out drinking all the time you, you're having a rouse with the same people like you kind of just want a little bit of normality so one night I came home from a night out early because I thought it's just going to be the same shit different night isn't it like someone's going to get pissed someone's going to fall over someone's going to get fingered like I'm just fucking going home so I went I went home get on this and I'm lying in bed with a face mask on reading a book because I'm like I need to chill out like I'm edging close at the 30 like this is me and then a runner just come like running up the stairs and was like she's got a book she's got a book like talking to his producer (laughs) his producer in his ear (laughs) not that I could hear it but they were obviously like well take it off her it's off brand so this this runner comes okay over. to read. It's okay. It's alright. <laughs> we have, yeah. You heard it here first. Fucking hell. So honestly, like the the runner come over to me and took the book off us and was like, "I'm sorry, Vicky. The cast are about to come home now, and this is off brand." So <laughs> I think it was in that moment where I knew, God, You're I, right, I need yeah. to make a move. Yeah, Geordie Show is not for me. I needed a face mask and a book for my mental health, and <laughs> it wasn't allowed. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! You got to do things that work for you, man. You always do, regardless. You have to try yeah. and squeeze in your you time, however that is. Whether that's face mask, working out, um, music, five minutes to meditate, sit down. You need to. It's, it's, it's you know, it's needed. <clears throat> 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's more than ever at the minute, it's so important that people are doing these lovely things, whatever they may be, like like you say, face mask, having a read, working out, because lockdown is bloody tough on the mind. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm finding. Oh, yeah, no, no. Lockdown isn't, it's not a joke, especially if you're used to being in the workspace or being at school, uni, whatever the case might be. You're used to being around people all day, you're used to interacting with people, and you're used to, like, the small talk. Um, but now all of a sudden you're, you know, you're at home um, and one, you're probably stuck around your loved ones that you're not used to being around so much. So that, that's, that's, I know it, it's really tough for people. Um, and then you're not getting to see different faces. You're not getting to see, you know, uh, different people and interact with them like you normally would. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden it's literally thrown you into a world that's very, very, it's almost like very small, even though you can still go to supermarket, you can still go do bits and pops or whatever, but ultimately your world is tiny now. It's to the shops and back and, you know, you're inside a house. So you need to find um, time to just take care of yourself. That it is. It's so important. And like you say, it's different for everyone. Yeah. I'm going to be honest because because obviously we've met a couple of times but not spoke properly. I was like, I'm going to really do me homework on Ovi. So I had a little homework. stalk of your Instagram. <laughs> I feel so creepy right now but I had a stalk of your Instagram like I hope you don't mind <laughs> and um, I seen two things so number one first of all were you fucking wearing Crocs in a picture yeah yeah did I <laughs> yeah that's my that's my shoe of preference that's my shoe of choice like no way no why not why not? You're the coolest man alive, and you're choosing for the uncoolest shoe alive as your choice. But, Is that but correct? What makes them uncool, though? They're cool to me. Oh, they're just so clumpy, Ovi. But uh, yeah, and squishy. They're comfortable. They're comfortable. I guarantee uh, you, these Crocs are probably more comfortable than a lot of shoes that are probably like I don't know, five hundred pound or a grand or something. I guarantee you, my Crocs are more comfortable. So I I shouldn't be judging a croc by its cover is what you're saying. Oh, no, it's the comfort. I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I, I prefer comfort over like you know trying to necessarily oh. look a certain way. <laughs> I, just I hear that. Yeah, should be comfortable. <laughs> All of us deserve to be comfortable. We shouldn't be, you know, what I mean, making ourselves uncomfortable just because it's cool. <laughs> well fair enough I well, that would be the last time I croc shame anyone oh, no, consider no, me it's tall not shame. it's not croc I get quite a bit of stick for my crocs to be honest but anyway, you got to love me with my crocs or not uh, it's just what it is I like them I like them <laughs> he's standing firm with the crocs ladies and gentlemen there we have it <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you like them yeah. Hey, stick to it. Good for you, mate. Crocs and proud. <laughs> <laughs> 
the second thing I've seen on your Insta, which I want to talk to you about, is obviously you um, you you're an athlete, mate. So working out must be a huge thing for you. Is it something that you've kept up in isolation? Is it something you're doing more of? Talk to us about your regime, Obi. Um, at first, I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty difficult for me to keep up with my workouts when they just sort of implemented the whole lockdown thing and I was really isolating, wasn't, you know, seeing everyone, anyone. <laughs> but, um, you know, now since they've started to relax it, you know, I've gone from just doing workouts in my house um, to going to the park and, and getting a little bit of fresh air um, and doing some stuff out in the park, in, you know, once a day just to keep myself healthy and keep me active, really. Good. You have to. Like, I went through, and I don't know if you felt this, like, a real journey. I'm calling it the Corona Coaster. No, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the real thing. That is the real thing. I, <laughs> I actually, I looked at myself in the mirror um, probably after week two, three of, like, the lockdown and I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, man. Like, oh, you're letting yourself go. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I looked in the mirror and I said, oh, you're letting yourself go. You have let, <laughs> you have let the, um, I don't know, all of these likes on Instagram make you let yourself go. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that. I had to hold, I had to hold myself accountable. Um, we're all allowed like a little break don't be so hard on yourself 100% but you know it's just for me personally because I'm an athlete you know um, it doesn't part of my job is staying in shape so you know if it's my job to stay in shape and I'm still not staying in shape you know that's that's terrible a lot of people don't have the time to do that because they have different occupations or whatnot. Um, I get it but like you know the thing that keeps me so I suppose an element of my job is being like relative like relatively in shape do you know what I mean and actually I just like it for me mental health I suppose if I'm honest but over the last like sort of two months I felt like all the things I normally try and stay in shape for like the main things the pressure so for you it would be games it would be being fit for me it's like oh god if you've got a red carpet appearance and you want to look nice in a dress or if if you're going to be on this morning you're sitting next to Holly you want to look nice do you know what I mean but none of these things were coming so I was like fuck it I'm watching something else I'm watching another box set and I'm eating more Doritos I just really struggle and and I wouldn't even say that's that's not a bad thing at all Um, like like I said it's because it's, it's just very specific for my job and what I would tell most people when it comes to staying in shape and working out and stuff it's more for your mind than anything you know, yeah. I would never tell anyone to do stuff that I do because you're not training to play a bloody basketball match. Like, it would make no point putting yourself through that sort of torture. But if you're able to do something, anything that, you know, it gives you a, a small sense of a little bit of achievement every day, you got your little workout mm-hmm. in, your little 10 minute deal, whatever it is, um, that's what is most beneficial. For for me, from working out anyway, it's a mental thing. Yeah, that 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 makes total sense, and I can proper relate. And I'm sure loads of people out there can. Um, you've mentioned a couple of times basketball, and I haven't brought it up yet. I have not followed basketball at all, but I know you play for the London Lions. Is uh, that yeah. right? Did I get it right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and and that's like your big passion, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's obviously my big passion. That's um, you know, I could never ever doubt how much uh, basketball has done for me. It's taken me around the world. It's enabled me to travel. It's, it's opened up a lot of doors for me. Um, it's enabled me to meet tons of different people from different cultures. And for that, you know, I'll always um, love basketball. Oh. <laughs> um, how long have you been playing it, the Norvi? You must have been playing ages. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been playing basketball now, I'll say, last 15 years. More. Fucking hell, how old are you? I'm 29 now. So since you were like 14? Yeah, well, since I was 11. But I, I moved over to the States when I was 16 for basketball, which was... Really? Yeah, it was a nice opportunity. It was, um, yeah, 16-year-old in the States, English accent. Everyone, you know, everyone sort of loves the English accent in the States. Yeah. So that was a good experience. Oh, I bet you I bet you smashed it with the lasses. I bet you that was easy, easy pickings out there with an English accent. Nah, 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 <laughs> I don't know about it. Don't... <laughs> um, you know, it, ultimately, it'll get you noticed. Um, but it'll get you noticed, but then you still have to have conversation, innit? I, I, I always think, like, when um, Americans always go, oh, like, the English accent, it's so nice. I think, you think we're all walking around sounding like Prince Harry? Wait till I open my mouth. I'm a fucking letdown, <laughs> mate. <laughs> no, honestly, whenever I, you know, that's, that was one of the things, you know, that I, I did find. A lot of Americans, they thought, like, yeah, we all spoke the Queen's English very, very proper, and um, that's not the deal. <laughs> that's not the deal. <laughs> first, sorry. You opened their eyes a little bit, Ovi. I like it. <laughs> so every, do you normally train with your teammates every day? Is that normally your thing? Yeah, so normally, um, especially during season time, we'd have sort of practice with the team every day, um, and then we have games on the weekends or whatnot. Well, we'll have a game on the weekend. Um so, yeah, now with all of this whole period, that's been obviously um, heavily affected. Can't do any teamwork. Um, and I'm not sure when we'll be able to actually get back to training as a team. Uh, so that definitely sucks. But it does give you more time just to work on your own skill set and your own skills and stuff. But still, it does suck not being able to see your mates and have the banter and all that, you know what I mean? That must, uh, like, I think that must be one of the hardest things about lockdown for lads in general. Like, they've probably gone from having, like, large, broad social circles filled with fellas to see down the pub, blokes to chat to at work, like, their teammates, like you say, and now their world's just became so secular. Yeah. Difficult, uh, right? I think it's extremely difficult. Um, And I think even... In some sense, it's probably a little bit more for lads because uh, fell- yeah. fellas don't talk a lot, especially via text and phone. Like guys, just don't really tend to, you know, ha- hold big conversations in group messages and stuff. We don't might send mm-hmm. funny memes back and forth. That's about as in depth <laughs> as it gets. For fellas. Um, <laughs> but the only time that you probably would talk to one of your mates. You know, as a guy about anything of of substances, when you meet up with them at the pub, or you know, when when you're meeting up to do whatever the the lads do, do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, from that standpoint, I think yeah, it's, it's it's a bit tough. You know, I think the ladies, you guys do a good job of of having the group chats, and you lot will talk and you know send stuff back and forth more more so than we 
Yeah, I think I think that's really fair. We had Russell Kane on a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about how to deal with like the lows of lockdown and he he summed it up so succinctly, it was perfect. He was like, Women can just tell when there's something wrong with their mate, like even across the WhatsApp chat. And I absolutely can all be like, if one of the lasses has been a bit quiet, I'm like I'll go off the group chat and be like, something's wrong with Steph. We all need to make sure she's okay. Like, do you know what I mean? And that's the thing. But with boys, like, it's just so much more difficult because you aren't natural born, like, communicators when it comes to your feelings, I think. I'm being stereotypical, but you need to have that, like, the basketball team or the football team or the night at the pub. Something where you can get, you know what I'm saying? You can put in these um, serious topics that you want to talk about or, you know, you can actually talk to your mate over a drink about whatever's happening, what's bugging you. Um, yeah, no, it's really necessary, man. Agreed, agreed. Right, Ovi, I'm not good at basketball, right? Um, I've not never really played, but I I, <laughs> I, did play netball at school and I played centre. I played centre. So if I was going to join your basketball team, where would I play? Oh, uh, no. If you were to join my basketball team, I'd say point guard. Why? What a point guard? A point guard is like... Pretty much the general of the team, you know. They sort of tell everyone where to go, and yeah, you have a really important role. It's actually like, honestly, it's pretty much like the coach on the floor. You know what I mean? You have the netball oh background. The thing is, the point guard's normally the shortest guy on the team. So, oh, you, you, <laughs> that's where I think. No, 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 no. There's different things. See, I'm above average height for a woman, Ovi. I'm saying you'd be, you'd be, you'd be the shortest on the team, but then you're a lady, so you're probably a pretty good communicator. So we would need a very important person in that point guard position that knows how to communicate because they communicate the coach's information to the players a lot of the time to the rest of the guys on the floor. Yes. So, Bingo. Hey, I like, you've, you've thought about that. That was so good. Bingo. Well, Ovi, thank you so much. What a pleasure to have you in part one. Guys, we'll be coming back with part two in a moment, but before I let you go, as always, I'm going to play you a little celebrity secret. This week, obviously, it is to surviving a lonely lockdown. Tune into part two to find out who it is. Don't forget to try and have a guess. Right, Vic, so you asked me how I'm coping in lockdown. Um, so here it is. Basically, whilst everyone is out exercising and cooking fucking banana bread and doing whatever they're doing, I am spending the majority of my time drunk. Um, not even a little bit drunk. Some days it's a struggle not to have a drink before 11 o'clock in the morning. So, um, I mean, it's kept me sane. The dogs seem to be enjoying myself. They kept me sane. Although the other night, I was so drunk, I actually picked one of the dogs up and flew around the living room making plane noises. You know, that wasn't a plane, that was a car. But you get the idea. Um, so, yeah, so my key to lockdown is quite obviously... It's, in fact, it's not even just a key to lockdown, it's a key to life. Drink. Get drunk. Everything's better when you are drunk. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 